The year was 2010 It was a very strange year It was a very strange year For Vuvuzelas and Volcanic Ash And Wagner And the general election And a visit from the Pope And iPads and an oil slick And WikiLeaks and World Cup And Ryder Cup And End of Big Brother And in Scotland the longest ever perjury trial Oh, and throw in lots of snow Lots and lots and lots of snow Yep, 2010 It was a very strange year Let's have a look back Now let's start off by looking at 2010 television Yes, it was all about reality TV shows It was the last ever Big Brother Not watched by many, but how did they celebrate it? They threw all the ex-contestants and celebs into one big melting pot, yep. Except, my favourite of all time wasn't there, Mikey Hughes. How could they not invite Mikey down? He was a star. I'll just come down and you won't even know that I'm there. Come on, put Rex in there and I'll just keep myself in myself. Where'd you get the chillies? I won't wake Nemdy up, I'll be quiet as a mouse. That would have been an easy life. And Billy Connolly's wife, Pamela Stevenson, waltzed all the way to the final in Strictly Come Dancing. Now, I'm not normally a fan, but I had to watch it. Billy's encouragement was just awesome. Oh, oh, I'll foxtrot you, you f- Away you go for foxtrot, you fuck. Come on, Pamela, Len, Craig, Bruno, what the foxtrot you on about, you f- brilliant. Go! Brilliant! Wonderful! For fuck's trot! I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It was all about Gillian McKeith Phaeton. But the queen of the jungle was none other than Stacey Sullivan. Ah, and who can forget her lovely emotional speech. She sounded like Roland Rat, Blakey from On The Buses and Frank Spencer. She went... <laughs> Now, in X Factor, it was as tight as two coats of paint, which was quite fitting because it was won by a painter and decorator called Matt. Matt's a good name if you're a painter and decorator. But who was this year's Jedward? Well, it was none other than Wagner. Yep, the anti-Simon Cowell Brigade kept voting for him every week and he nearly made it. But there was one week where he actually gave a good version of a song, a song I like, Radiohead's classic Creep. But that's not my favourite version. There was another old codger who covered it called Paddy McCutcheon. Do you remember it? Right, this next song is a, 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 it's a depressing song, but it's a nice ballad and it's by a band called Wireless Head and it's, it's called Creeps. And this is the radio edit version because another one, the guy says, F***. <laughs> Phone. I can't look you in the eye You've got a face like an angel But your skin's hell of a dry You float like a butterfly 
Gangis ang way kabi Rambawan na jungle George Foreman Muhammad Ali I'm a creep I'm so f***ing special Where did I go wrong? Rambo in the jungle I don't belong here They were as fast as lightning Kung Fu fighting Told you it was a depression song, didn't I? Well, in 2010, the recession continued and it was a case of listening to any kind of financial expert whatsoever. Mr Plunge McNugget? Eh... Right, see that Fred Goodwin, by the way, see if I see him, I'm going to banjo him. See the mess he's left us in, man, unbelievable. It's like a party at my house, nobody's cleaning up. What you should do is shop around, big chaps, because it pays to shop around. I went into one of these uh, independent uh, places, no. It was a mortgage advice centre, and I says to the bird, how you, my bird's like piling on the way and she doesn't clean up, should I get a mortgage where? And the woman says, that's not the kind of advice we give. I says, you say she gave mortgage advice, said after. Should I get a mortgage with my bird? She just sits all day and doesn't work. What, she's Jeremy Kyle? So they are, but you know, that's, that's what I do. So, are you giving us mortgage advice or no? And then she just throws it at the shop. Sh- shop around. That's what I do. Now, folks, I know what you're saying. Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. What did you get up to in 2010? Well, in April, I got married to the lovely Alison. Ah, and we were looking forward to going on our dream honeymoon, Cancun in Mexico for a fortnight in the most amazing hotel in Cancun in Mexico for a fortnight. But it didn't happen. Why? Volcanic ash. Volcanic ash. And I thought, it's a joke, isn't it? It's a joke. They're all all playing. It's a wee joke. They're getting me back. But no. It was affecting people all over the world. But... You would have thought it was just affecting people in Scotland. Everybody else got on with it, but as usual in Scotland, we always had a story that was totally exaggerated. Oh, what about that volcanic ash? That's where Brian stranded in Benidorm. Oh, he can't get a flight back for another three days. Oh, no, I don't know what he's going to do. Three days, I'll be him off his work all week. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Her Irene's in Turkey. In Turkey. No, she's not going to get another flight for about another week. She's going to be struck in Turkey. It's going to be like Midnight Express. She's going to end up getting a jail. Her Brenda's in China. She's never getting back at all. She said to sell her house. Oh, the whole thing's terrible. They're never getting back. Ah. <laughs> there was the World Cup in South Africa. Yes, one noise dominated the whole tournament, the Vuvuzela. It did sound a bit like a very excited Prince Charles. And this went on and on and on all the way through. Oh, and the punters didn't like it. Don't talk to me about about that constant irritating drone that goes right through you. Oh, every day and night that incessant, insufferable noise. 
had to turn my hearing aid down. I can't stand it anymore. Paddy, it's called a vuvuzela. No, I'm not talking about the horn. I'm talking about that James Corden. Pain in the backside. Other two talking points were England's really, really poor performance. Even by Scotland's standard, England were poor. And then we had the goal that never was. And that kind of a mm, cancelled out how bad they were. Why were England so down? Because they claimed to be the most passionate fans in the world. Well, these guys would probably give them a wee run for their money. I went down, Celtic Rangers game in Glasgow. A few Irish lads. Here's a question for you. Say Rangers were to win the treble, right, for the next three years, and somebody says, can you go celibate for a year to prevent that? Would you do that? Yeah, definitely. Yep. definitely. Oh, honestly? I, I, see, to be honest, see, see for Celtic to win the league title, I would give up anything for Celtic. You, you would give up what? Anything. See, Celtic for to win the league title, I would give up anything. Two your left fingers. But, but Celtic win the, the league the next ten years? Oh, I did. Do you know who else paid us a wee visit this year for the first time since 1982? The Pope. That was nice of him. But this this city's a funny old place when uh, we get a wee visit for the Pope. And if you don't live here, you don't really understand. My mate, a comedian from Manchester, was on the phone to me and he said, I see that, uh, I see that the, the, the Pope's coming up to visit your place tomorrow. I went, yeah, yeah. I was just watching on the news there that the building... A makeshift 60,000-seater in Bella Houston Park, just at Paisley Road. I said, yeah, yeah. And he said, isn't that daft when you've already got one across the road? That, you know, you've got a venue across the road, a, a football stadium that could fit, you know, 60, 60-odd thousand? That's daft. That's a waste of time and money. I said to him, are you talking about Ibrox Stadium? Yeah. I don't really know if that would really suit the, the, the punters that go and see the Pope and maybe the people in, in the stadium. I don't understand why. You need to live here, don't you? Aye. It's Des McLean Streetcast and we're looking back over 2010. What a year. I get married, but I didn't get away on my dream honeymoon, so I thought, you know what, a couple of months later, let's push the boat out and book up for... Right, I said I'm gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Yes, it was Sin City. I booked up for Vegas a fortnight. I thought, me and Alison, let's just go and run them all. Yes. And then I found out three days later, the missus was pregnant. So that was it then. She was eating for two. I was drinking for two. Uh, I'll have a Manhattan, please, barman. And she can have a large Gaviscon on the rocks. But Vegas, what a place. In a nutshell, let me pay tribute to all the tribute acts. A lot of tribute acts, I'll tell you. Las Vegas Boulevard. Sounds good, doesn't it? Las Vegas Boulevard. Dean Martin Drive. Cool. Frank Sinatra Drive. How cool is that? The name of a street. What would we have in Scotland? Susan Boyle Road. Not quite the same. There's a billboard for the ultimate Rat Pack tribute act in downtown Vegas 
I see another one in the programme for the definitive Rat Pack Tribute Act. Which one do you go for? Then there's the original Vegas Rat Pack Tribute Act. Original in tribute. Bit of an oxymoron. It's a bit like the IRA, the real IRA and the provisional IRA. There's another one called I Can't Believe It's Not the Rat Pack Tribute Act. Uh, uh, so I see there's a share tribute act, but the real share's playing as well. Mm. And there's Tom Jones tribute act, and there's a Michael Jackson tribute act. Oh, Neil Diamond, that's my favourite. Neil Diamond tribute act. That's what I want to do to finish off my career, working in somewhere like Benidorm or Tenerife or maybe even Vegas if I'm lucky. Neil Diamond sings modern songs, modern dance classics. Ooh, there's a guy in this place, got a bit of sweet face, but he goes by the name of Ebenezer Good. His friends call him Ezer, but he is a mean geezer. He lights up the place like no other man should. He's so blind, he's so fine, he makes you feel fine. Very much maligned and misunderstood. Go easy on Odiza, he's got nothing to lose. He's a good, he's a good, he's Ebenezer Good. Now, earlier on we mentioned reality TV. Now, another former Celebrity Big Brother contestant was in a different house for 10 weeks this year. Tommy Sheridan versus the News of the World in the High Court in Glasgow. The longest-running perjury case in history. And on his last day, his closing speech was five hours long. Five hours! I thought I'd done long on stage. Now, if you're doing five hours as your closing speech, you're going to have to pad, aren't you? You're going to have to pad. It would be a bit like this. Ah, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I put it to you, brothers and sisters. I, Tommy Sheridan, I am not afraid of the news of the world. I am not afraid of Rupert Murdoch. And I am not afraid of... The SSP, my former colleagues. I am also not afraid of the child catcher in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Well, if truth be told, I was a bit afraid of him because he was scary, you were young, he had a big nose and he used to look at you sideways and offer you lollipops. So, yes, I was afraid of him. I have to tell the truth here. But I was not afraid of Frankenstein because he was clumsy. He was very clumsy. Um, I was not afraid of the Daleks, the Doctor Who Daleks, because in Glasgow, if you run up a close, they can't get upstairs. So they were very vulnerable when it came to climbing stairs. So I wasn't afraid of these people. I certainly wasn't afraid of the big bad wolf because he, he dressed up as an old woman, which was just not very threatening. But I put it to you, I've still got four hours and 57 minutes to do, that I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense Club Tropicana drinks are free, Your Honour. Objection, objection. Well, folks, there we go. That's it. What a year. 
I hope 2010 was good to you. And all that's left for me to say is, have a very happy and prosperous 2011. And now, our final thoughts for the new year lie with our young philosopher, Mr Plunge McNugget. Give us some wise words for the new year, Plunger. <coughs> uh, um, 2011 and your wife's got a bun in the oven. <laughs> Happy New Year. Right, Paddy, take it away. Ah.